It's live. This is live. It looks like it's pretty live. It says webinars now streaming live on yep. custom live streaming device. Yeah. And that's two live streaming devices, both Facebook. All right. We should probably do something serious. Hey, doing, bro? Hey, man. This is cool. Yeah, dude. Welcome to our first ever live podcast. Yay. By uh, Zoom during COVID. Yeah. Streaming to YouTube and Facebook. Yeah. Holy moly. And just for the people, I mean, I mean, I think the first thing we should probably talk about, and if you're not, um, if you're not watching this on video, I really encourage you to watch this on video because it is really remarkable that just, I'm in beautiful lighting and full HD and widescreen. And you're just like, I mean, do you even have a laptop? What is I'm this? pixelated. Uh, yeah. My laptop's on books. And I'm, dude, your lighting is like, yuck. Can you stop? I'm <laughs> I'm to the side of my desk. It is amazing. Yeah, you're not even in the. You're not even centered with your bookcase. Oh, is that is that a bed what? I can see down on the bottom left? What is? Yeah, that? That, that's that's my bed. I'm not moving this. Oh wow! It's my bed head, and there's my frame. That's a beautiful wow. frame up there, and that's my beautiful bookshelf, and wow. that's my amazing salt lamp. And wow. just I remember when it. I used to record things in my bedroom, dude. And next <laughs> week. Next week, I'm going to be fucking full HD. Are you going to have lights? I will not have lights. Oh, okay. I should actually get some lights. You should get, dude, you should go full hectic. Oh, man. I think I'm going to get a stand as well, a laptop stand. Oh, wow. I'm thinking about getting a mouse as well because I saw you got a little mouse. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I want to maybe get external keyboard. Oh, wow. Yeah. Then, dude, you need to get a screen as well. Really? Yeah, screen makes it all better. Oh. But come on, man. I don't need a screen. You'll figure it out. Anyway, uh, what, should we, what should we talk about? Dude, well, we haven't done a podcast in a, in long, a, time. In a long time, right? Yeah. So is this, this okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's just very bright. <laughs> is this okay? It's okay if it's not okay. <laughs> Dude. I can actually go, I can actually go one better. Dude, that it actually it's on oh, no. I could just do this. Oh my god, did they like fit your head perfectly? Oh, they're great. Yeah, I can't really see very well, but they are amazing. <laughs> Mate, can um, I just say I won't wear these, but this is significantly more enjoyable for me. <laughs> that yeah. is significantly more hilarious than you yeah. not wearing that. <laughs> I'm happy to just wear sunglasses. Like, we could do, this could be the first ever podcast, like you just wearing glasses. Yeah, I could put my hat on. Here we go. I'll go, I'll just regress back to my teen. Oh, no, the hat. No, I can't do the hat. No? Oh, stop. Were you doing that? Is that you, teenager? No, that was my late. That was when I was a fuck boy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was going bald, so I needed to wear a hat to cover it. Please focus. Shut up. Can I just say, this this is so much better. Look, I give you permission to wear them because it kind of looks kind of sick. Um, I think it's absolutely hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) This is amazing. Um, Cool, man. So just for context, uh, we haven't been on the podcast in a while. Yeah. And literally our last, like so much has happened since our last podcast. Yeah. Um, we are, you know, in a time of COVID, COVID-19, yeah. like we're literally battling with a pandemic uh, around the world. And I thought like, what a better way to start than what's happening in this time how do you feel about this time how do we feel about this time right now yeah um what are you getting from it 
Yeah. You know, maybe how it impacted us as a business and also us as individuals and like yeah. how you're kind of coming out of this period or seeing it for the future that we're in this yeah. period, a long period of time. Cool, man. Um, can I just say, I really like that I'm wearing sunglasses. I think it's great. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's so much better. It's, I'm going to keep wearing them. It's just hilarious that you're wearing great. glasses. Yeah. Um, cool. So like, yeah, I... <laughs> I mean, I think by this point, it's pretty obvious that like what's happening, COVID, I can't take myself seriously. It's pretty obvious <laughs> that like what's happening at this point, like is happening. There's no more argument or like <laughs> question or thoughts about where we are or what's happening. Like we're here yeah, and we can't get away. And, you know, because even in the company, right? Like, you know, I'm very lucky to be on Tim Ferriss' email list. He sent an email out maybe a month ago now. I've been like, hey, I'm just a little bit more worried about this than everyone else. Uh, and that really started the rabbit hole for me. And then I went to the kind of bottom of that. And then I think I realized pretty quickly what was going to happen, but I just didn't have a, I just didn't have context. I, I didn't have any mental models that I could plug into of like, oh, that's what's going to happen. And then I was in denial for quite a while. But then mm. once that, once that was out of the way, I was like, oh shit, like, this is coming. And we were so early. Like our last in-person seminar was I think on the 14th of March or on the 7th yeah. of March, one of the two. 14th of March. And we deliberately didn't do any more after that. And that was like Australia only closed down to that degree like a week ago. So we were- We know, were supposed to be in the US. Yeah. Well, then we were supposed to go back to the US. Yeah. So, um, you know, we didn't go out of business because of the decisions that we made, which is incredible. Like we would have put ourselves- we would have basically spent all this money that we wouldn't have been able to recoup. Uh, and that would have put us into so much debt that we, we literally just would have gone out of business. Um, so I'm pretty stoked that that didn't happen. Mm. Uh, and I mean, there's so many rabbit holes in all of this, but one thing that I'm noticing just kind of through the grapevine is because we've transitioned into a period of war as a civilization, like we're at war with something. And because of the heightened intensity and stress and just everything of a wartime, I really see companies' cultures being exposed. And what I mean by that is like, you can get away with shit as a business when it's peace that you can't get away with at war. And to kind of bring that down one step further, what I mean by that is we're lucky that we've very powerfully created a culture where we don't avoid the dark and we are always solving for truth. It's like, mm. what's, what's, how are we all really feeling? What's really happening here? What, and, and because of that, we were able to see the truth of COVID very quickly, right? Because it's not there's, not, there's no personal opinions about this. It's just fucking math, mm. right? And so we were able to see that as a company very quickly. Now, other companies have gone out of business some of them have gone out of business because it's almost impossible not to go out of business. Like if you were at a bar or, or a nightclub, like that's not a very pivotal business trouble. at this time. But then there's a whole other subset of businesses which have gone out of business and it would have been avoidable, but they weren't solving for truth, right? It's like the, the number one objective of their culture wasn't to facilitate, you know, finding truth. It would have been something else. So I found that really interesting. And like, I'm seeing... I'm seeing cultures and hearing stories of cultures and businesses where they're all about transparency and caring for each other and caring for the employee. And then when push comes to shove and it's like money's on the line, all that disappears out the window, which mm. is really interesting. And it's like, 
the, the wartime aspect of this pandemic is revealing what cultures really are rather than what they think they are. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. we, all, we all have, we all have this idea of who we are and then we have the actual actions and behaviors and way of being that we are in the world. And for most people, that's really far apart. And what you actually want to do is be able to get that as close to possible. So who you think you are and who you actually are are almost exactly the same. Um, because that way you're never going to miss things because of your ego or because you're worried about what people are going to think of you or fear of judgment or anything like that. And the same thing's happening for people you know, in their businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, so I found that really interesting. And then- um, uh, Can I could love to just- yeah. chat on that um what do you mean by businesses that are finding truth because sure. for, for, some, for some context like a, a meal prep company yeah for example um what does it look like for them in their business to be finding truth sure so and why like- would some yeah, why would someone like that stay in business or go out of business when the one that's not looking for truth. Great. So two things there. So let's say you're in a meal prep company um, and I've used meal prep before and you start getting feedback from customers that the meals are arriving late and they're often been opened and they're not what they were supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Let's say you get that feedback from a customer. So let's say someone on, on support gets that piece of feedback. Do they feel like they can actually go and tell that to their boss, number one, right? Uh, Do they live in a uh, culture where it's safe? If the boss is like, our product's amazing and you're getting mm -hmm. feedback that the product's shit Mm -hmm. and it's okay to share that. that's That's the first level. Second level, if the boss tells you to go away and then to just denies it and says, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. But you really feel like it's really real. Do you have the capacity to push back against your boss? Like, mm-hmm. hey man, no, no, no. I think this is actually a problem. And then if the boss still doesn't follow through, do you have the capacity to go to the boss's boss and have the same conversation? And, and, and whilst all that's happening, is the biggest boss in the company encouraging that? Like, is that something that's actively encouraged in the business? So there's a very simple example of what kind of looking for truth is. Speaking the truth as well. That's what resonates speaking, to me. Yeah. yeah. Speaking the truth and, and, and deliberately building a culture where you have the uncomfortable conversations. Mm-hmm. Right. So that, so I'd say that's the, like, that's the first thing. And then the second thing, like as a leader, if you're the ultimate, you know, CEO or whatever it is of your company, like, it's your job to be across shit like this. Mm. Like it's your job to see COVID coming. And act. And act. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, I said to you three weeks before it happened, hey man, like you're going to lose your clients. Mm-hmm. And you were like, yeah, whatever. No, I, I will. I didn't believe. It wasn't like whatever. I was like, when that comes, I will deal with it. Yes. But I didn't feel that it was coming. Yeah. And imagine if you, imagine if we were in the same situation and you had 50 employees Oh, and I'm like, Hey bro, in three weeks time, your business is going to go to zero. And your response was, Oh, we'll just deal with that when we get to it. Mm. And then you arrive at that point and you've got nothing prepared. Right. Cause that's what happened in our business. Like I was looking at what was happening and I'm like, Whoa, we're not going to be able to run in-person seminars. And we had what four more, we had, yeah, we had four more seminars lined up, mm. right? 
And we started, we canceled them before we were told and we managed to do it in a way where we basically didn't go out of business. Mm. Wow. What, what I'm noticing is that it's, you know, speaking truth is really the cornerstone. Do you have the ability to speak truth in your, in your business and your company as a culture? And then the second part here is like, um, when you're faced by what's happening around you. When you, when you are faced the truth, what do you do? Exactly. When you're faced the truth, what do you do? Because yeah. what I'm noticing is that the businesses that I'm, you know, the subscriptions, the businesses, the, the companies that I'm a part of, I could feel like some companies were emailing me right away. Yes. This is what's going on. This is what's happening. This is what we're doing about it. Yes. I'm like, oh, wow, this is cool. Jump yeah. on here. You know, it's very streamlined. It's like two or three weeks in advance. Yes. And now I'm getting companies that are doing their same thing. And for now. Me, now. And it's for yeah. me, it's like, this is way too late. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, man. Couldn't agree more. This is insane, man, because I think this is this is a huge, uh, this is really relevant right now. What happens when you realize that you're too late? Yeah. Great. So, I mean, first thing, like if you're too late, the very next time to start is the moment you realize it's too late. Mm -hmm. And then you have to go do the fucking insanely difficult work to, to learn why you missed it. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, why did you miss it? Like, you know, if we, if let's say you had 50 employees and we had that same conversation and then you go out of business, it's like, okay, well, someone told me what was going to happen mm -hmm. and I didn't take it seriously. Why not? Do you know what I mean? And, and yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying you need to answer that, even though yeah. I think it'd be really good for you to answer that. It's can, more I like, can, I can answer. Yeah. Um, the seriousness of the situation had not hit me yet. Yeah. I would, no, 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 that's, that's not right. It was the seriousness of the situation that I wasn't willing to accept. That's the piece. That's a hundred percent it. Yep. So yeah. why wasn't I willing to accept the seriousness of the situation? It's like I needed evidence. Yeah. But you were given evidence. It just wasn't the right evidence. And I, and I didn't believe it. You know, yeah. I, I didn't believe that it was, we were at, we needed to go where we needed to go in three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, so like, let's use Tim Ferriss, for example, he copped so much shit for sending the email. Like you can go back on his Twitter feed. He copped so much shit for sending that COVID email out. Like insane. Can, can you just give me a gist of that email? Was it so he, to so do the, things? So he sent the email out maybe a month ago like way before anyone was really worried about this in the kind of general zeitgeist. And he's like, Hey guys, just a COVID update here. I'm just going to write an article. He called it about seatbelts and about taking risks seriously. And look, he's like, look, maybe nothing happens with COVID, but also like, you know, maybe nothing happens every time you get into a car, but on the off chance that something does happen, you wear a seatbelt. Mm -hmm. And he just spoke about COVID in the same thing. He's like, look, you know, I know a lot of doctors. They're pretty worried about this. I'm just going to start like reading about this and I'm just going to start buying some extra supplies. That was it. Wow. Go do your own research. Go have a look at all this. And he got slammed. And what I, re what I really realized is I'm like, wow, the skill to build in situations like this to actually just have in your life is to be able to consume data and find truth. That's it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he's, he's known for that. Like people would be like, oh, he's, he did the same thing in chefs. He did the same thing for fitness. He did the same thing for, um, for business. He yeah, has this amazing podcast. Yeah. It's like, 
people like him because he can distill information and draw the truth out of it. And then right. all of a sudden he was doing that in a situation where they didn't feel comfortable. And I was like, nah, man, stay in your lane. And even if he was wrong, it would have been better for those people to assume he was right, prepare for the eventuality. And then the worst thing that happens is you just have a few more groceries. Mm. And that was, I think the core difference for you and you and me is that was the world I was in. I'm like, worst case scenario, we're wrong and nothing. Okay, so what can I do as a human being to be more in that world? Well, I think, to be blunt, I think the core difference here is like, you haven't had to go through a personal individual wartime. And so, and what I mean by that is like, I, I don't think... It, I don't think wartime exists for you as a way of being. Does that make no. sense? And I'm still not, I'm still very difficult accepting the language wartime. Yes. And I actually would love, you know, later on we could go into, because you sent a whole thing out to us and, you know, the employees of this company around looking at this situation as a war. Yes. Because that's and, what it is. And I'd love for you to talk about that. But first, like how do, yes, explain that. So what do I do? Well, it's like, I don't know what the tactic is because I don't know why I said that that way. I don't know what the tactic is. Um, you'll have to figure that out yourself. But it's like, it, it's, it feels like something like, dude, you just got to get on the court about what life is. Mm. You know, like everyone you love is going to die. So like to really fucking be with that. And the only way that everyone that you love doesn't die is if you die before them, right? I was texting one of my friends today and he's like, life is a sexually transmitted disease with a 100% mortality rate. Like, yep, it's exactly what it is. And it's like, you know, people are walking down the street and they get hit by a car every single, look at what happened to Kobe. Mm -hmm. And that, there's no way of living life where that doesn't happen. And I think you try and resist that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't, I, I don't feel the weight of it. You know, yeah. it well, feel like I know I not, get it. Like I get it up here. Yeah. Of course, we're all going to fucking die. The, the people that I love the most are going to die. Yeah. That's life. Yeah. You know, but like I don't that. think you've actually sat with that. Like yeah. actually spent time reflecting on it. I mean, like, oh, like, mm. like I, like, you know, Kobe's, you know, two other, three other daughters, like their dad just went out one day and that was it. He didn't come home. It's like, fuck, what would that be like? Like what would lying in bed the day after someone's just died be like? When you're alone and it's 4am in the evening and you can't sleep and then you fall asleep and then you wake up and you think that he's alive again and then you realize, no, he's dead. What was that like? What's that like every day for six months? And it's like, you gotta, you gotta be careful thinking about this stuff because you can mm. just fucking freak yourself out and always be in wartime. Mm. And I, you know, I am like looking at wartime very differently than I used to look at it in the past. But like, it's gonna happen, and you don't solve for it happening because the the answer is it doesn't matter whether you're at peace or at war. The answer is still the same, which is to be the hero in your own life, right? And to be unconditional love and to live with joy and all those things. And it's like, 
it's so important to recognize that that's, that's a way of life that's going to happen. Hmm. And, you know, when you explain that to me about what was going to happen, were you in that uh, mindset? Were you in yes. that? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, the worst case scenario here, the worst case scenario is we're wrong and we lose three weeks of business, which mm. in the way we run business is basically nothing. Right? Maybe we go through a bit of a cash flow crunch because of that, because of like we lose all this revenue, but nothing really happens. Like, assume this is wrong. Assume if I think this is right and it turns out to be wrong, what happens? Nothing. If I assume this is wrong and it turns out to be right, what happens? We go out of business. <laughs> a lots of things. So I'm just like, cool, man. This is and and I think the think the friction that we felt as we were going through this is I was like, dude, this is a no-brainer. I was like, this, I think for me it made such logical sense. I was like, let's take the emotion out of this. Like I was in the world of, hey man, this is just putting a seatbelt on. And I think you were in the world of, nah, man, like one, why do we need to wear a seatbelt? And two, I don't want my freedom to like go or, mm -hmm. or whatever, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's like, no, I like living without a seatbelt. I'm like, yeah, cool. Good for you. And this car might crash. Let's yeah. It's it's like, we're kind of, we're going pretty slow at the moment. Like, yeah. why, do I, why do I need a fucking seatbelt? Exactly. And, then, and the, the driver just pumps the gas and we're going yeah. a little bit too fast. And I'm fearful. I'm like, fuck, seatbelt. Yeah. It's too late sometimes. Yeah. Well, it's, it, by, by the time you realize you need to put your seatbelt on, you're already out the window. <laughs> right, that, that's, that's what's happened to people with this. And like, it's so important that you and I, like, I know everyone listening, we're not on a pedestal here. Like, it's not we fucking figured it out. It's like, oh. no, like, this is horrific. And, you know, it sucks. And, we also need to be able to learn because I was reading an article by buddy Sam Harris and Peter Atia, and this stressed me out. Sam Harris was like, it's not if this happens again, it's when this happens again. I'm like, oh, well, fuck, great. Right? This happens again, you know, probably in our lifetime, this happens again. God, I'm like, so shit. Yeah. Shit. There's yeah. so many questions to that. Like for me, my mind runs in questions. It's like, why, you know, why would this happen twice in our lifetime? Like, is there something wrong with the world at the moment? The hygiene? Are we disrespecting something? Like what's yeah. going on? Like why, yeah. why is there a pandemic? I know there were pandemics before. Yeah. But it's also, there's, there's, there's like known unknowns and then there's unknown unknowns. Like there's only a certain amount of things that we can control. Like we can live in a quote unquote perfect society and we can still get hit by an earthquake. Mm. Like just out of nowhere right like mm. the sun can just go like that and we get hit with a solar flare and all the technology in the world's gone right? it's oh, like man. do you know what? like there's we're not in control we're not we're not we are not in control nature is yeah like and we can feel like we're in control on our safe little bubble but we're not in control and i think when you fundamentally accept the reality that you're not in control the immediate thing that comes up is fucking terrifying feet Fair enough. And that's why we talk about why you need to have meaning and why you need to have a philosophy of life and why you need to be able to solve the deepest problems in life because you aren't in control. And because you're not in control, there are certain problems that you're going to have to face, whether you like it or not. And so you need to, it's like you need to have a way of life 
which maximizes the joy and presence and beauty in your life and, and will survive both peace and wartime. And that's been a huge change for me because for me, it used to be, how do I just prepare for war again? Right? Like there's a saying, I think it might've been Sun Tzu, which is the more you, the more you sweat in peacetime, the less you bleed in wartime. Mm. And I used to live that motto, but what happened is that I was always focusing on the next war. And that means I didn't enjoy the peace. You couldn't relax. Couldn't relax. I couldn't enjoy peace. And now I'm like, well, how can I live a life of so much joy and that that life will continue whether I'm in peace or war, that it's really irrelevant where I'm at. And do you think it's because like you actually went through physical fucking war? For sure. Yeah, all of this. I mean, the, the thing for me is like, dude, think about my life. Like I was... 17 years old on, you know, I think it was in March. I was playing the first game of the season. Like we ran out on the football field. I, you know, we, there's a kickoff. We drop the ball five minutes into the first game of the season. We sit down for our scrum. Everything's normal. I'm a normal kid. Every, it's all the same. Go to bend down, bang, I break my neck. Like, like I. I, Instant war. Instant war. Instant war. And it took a long time to come out of that war. And then another war. Exactly, because then I had to fight another war and it was really the war within the war that like, really fucked me. And so within all of that, it's like, I have examples. Mm-hmm. Like my brain's like, man, but you, you know that that's real. Like I've, had, I've picked up the phone call where it's like, hey, you know, whoever it is, they've got cancer, right? Like I've had that phone call. And so, so much of this for me has been about stepping out of that world of not always fucking thinking about that and it's hard Mm -hmm. man like you know i've got to be careful like when i open my emails there's a part of me which is like we're going to war so we're fucking going to war right there's someone someone who is not in a mentally stable place is has emailed me and i'm gonna go fucking deal with that and it's like i i'm aware of that and i'm using the tools and like doing everything that we teach to kind of let that go and it's really hard because at some level, the part of me which is feeling that is right. Like it is going to happen again. Mm. But the question isn't whether or not it's going to happen again. The question is, well, what's the ultimate way to prepare? And it's not to think about it every moment of the day. It's also not to not think about it, but it's actually to find a way of being where you're maximizing joy and being yourself and serving the world. And whether you're in peace or war, that way of being will just continue to grow and continue to build more light in your life and continue to create more love. Um, and that's, that's how I live my life now. And it's very different. Because hmm. I feel like, you know, and, and this, this might be some of the story that I've placed on it before, but I, comparison to you, I really don't feel like I've gone through war. Like it's not, okay, it's not as easy to identify my wars. Yeah, and, and you might not have you just might not have and that that's okay. Like we're pretty young. Like we're not even, we're not even 30% of the way through life yet. Dude. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. That's pretty full on. That is yeah. nuts. Yeah. It's full on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like we're not even at 30%. Yeah. Huh. So yeah, dude, that's all that. And so Anything else in there before we kick on? Just advice to someone that's not looking at this time as war. Just fucking pull your head out of the sand. Like, 
there's there isn't any more opinion left this is just mm. math mm. like you're in a country which your healthcare system is either going to collapse or not that's the game that you're playing but we're not too bad in australia right great but mm. we're not the only country in the world yeah and so that's the first thing you're that's another thing that i'm noticing it's like oh we're we're pretty good in Australia. We we're are pretty okay. good. Yeah, yeah. We're a tiny percentage of the world. Yeah. Right? We're tiny. So number one, your healthcare system's either going to collapse or not. And if it collapses, that's a calamity. Right? Like, like, so I already know someone, you know, we know someone, friend of a friend, who really needs surgery. Like mm. really needs surgery and they can't get it. Like, Think about if every bed in the hospital is taken by people who have COVID. All in the trouble. heart attacks, all the strokes, all the car crashes, all the kids. Like imagine if when I broke my neck, I went to hospital and they couldn't see me. Oh. Or by seeing me, I got COVID. Oh. So that's, we're all just playing a game right now as an individual society of can, are we avoiding the car going off the cliff? Yes or no. So then the car... So that's the first question. You're going off the cliff, yes or no? Then the second question is, well, can our economy survive the steps that we're having to take to deal with problem number one about going off the cliff or not? Mm. And who knows? I think we'll be okay, but who knows? Right? Like, there are so many people that are clients of ours who've lost their jobs, mm. like overnight, like gone. Right? Like dancing instructors, like you're a PT. PT, like, yeah, yeah. Gone. Like our our revenue dropped eighty percent last month for this month like lots of and the thing is it's the businesses that are looking at this for the next six to 24 months really yeah that are uh, there's no way this is done in six months yeah the next 12 to 24 months yeah now we'll be in various levels of of quarantine like the quarantines might relax but it's not let's go to the 40 with a hundred thousand people until there's a vaccine and oh just, man, this is going to change civilization. Big 100%, 100%. time. People are not going so to did, want to. So did, so did Black Death, right? Like, so did the Spanish flu. I mean, Black Death's mm. the greatest example, but it's like. Well, I don't know what Black Death is. So, Black Death was the plague that happened. It actually happened multiple times, but I think it was in the 13th century where it started in China. It killed, listen to this, and really get that this is a possibility. And this is why that this is like, you know, this could have been way worse. It killed one in two people in China. And it killed one in three people in Europe. When really the scary. fuck was this? The 1300s? Yeah, the 1300s. It's called Black Death. I think it came, it came actually came back multiple times. But basically, it was a tick that was in, uh, it, was a, it, was a, um, it was a virus that was in ticks. I think the ticks then gave it to the rats, and then people ate the rats or something like that. And then the rats gave it to humans. And it, and it would be like whole towns. Like one person, because again, it's just probability, right? Like one mm. in two. But that means that there are some towns where only one person dies. And that means that there are other towns where everyone but one person dies. Right? When the Spanish landed in South America, they took pigs and pigs have smallpox. And there was no resistance to smallpox when they landed. And so the pigs, the smallpox and the pigs killed between 96 and 99% of the population of North and South America right when when what lewis and clark went through america they 
you can actually they they found they found this. You can go, you can look up lidar Amazon, um, and you can see entire cities, cities of 50, 100, 200,000 people, which are buried by the jungle, because all the people died from Black Death. Right, ninety nine percent of people died. So there's twenty million people in Australia. So ten percent of that's two million. So one percent is two hundred thousand. Imagine there being only two hundred thousand people left in Australia. Oh, and it's not in just in Sydney. It's across the whole country. Yeah, I'm trying to rebuild from that place. Wow. Yeah, man. So like, you know, Black Death went on to reshape civilization, and I think this will reshape civilization. And I just hope and pray, and I actually think we will. I think we pull the right meanings out of all of this. You know, even when you're explaining this, it just it feels like there needs to be some education. Yeah. First, sure. you know, like sure. Because we're so bombarded by shit on the yes. media. Well, what, what this is, I, you know, I can't remember where I heard this from. It's called contact with the unknown. Mm-hmm. It's like we've just as a society hit the unknown, mm. right? Like we've just, no, you fucking got, you guys have no idea what you're doing. And that really hasn't happened in this way. I mean, you could argue it happened during the Cuban Missile Crisis, right? When everyone thought we were going to die but it hasn't really happened since World War II. Hmm. Right? Where like every person around the planet's life is irrevocably changed by what's happened and our entire society has to go into wartime to like survive. It hasn't happened in a long time. And so I suspect that our grandparents outside of the anxiety of getting it because you know they're old and also the ones that like are kind of going through it. I suspect the ones who lived through the war, like really lived through the war, they probably get it. Mm right? Like people who've lived in third world countries and who, like we have a staff member who, who grew up in you know Eastern Europe where it wasn't a very good, you know, wasn't the best economy to grow up in or place to grow up in where there was civil war. And he's like, yeah, this is normal. You go to the supermarket and you can't get everything that you want, right? Things don't work very well. Things are shutting down. It's like, yeah, this is normal, right? So what's happening right now is the entire civilization of humanity is experiencing what for most human beings is default life. Mm. Like our life right now during COVID is still better than a lot oh. of people's lives every day. Exactly. And that's that's the correct meaning to bring out of all of this. Right? Like how, do we put structures, how, do people, how do we put structures in place to make sure this doesn't happen again? And how do we view this as a wake-up call that maybe the way we've currently organized our society isn't the best way? Like mm. that the richest nation in the history of the world is going to be impacted by this the worst. Yeah. Right. Of the Western nations, the one that has the most money, the most power and the most influence. They're the one who failed this test the most. It's like, Mm. yeah. When you say failed this test, like that's very hard to say because that like, they didn't know what was coming. Yes, they did. Everyone knew. What do you mean? No, everyone knew. Well, they knew from Italy and also Spain and no, but they and, knew know, before China. that. But yeah. they knew before that, right? And yeah, so you're saying they failed to act immediately as they a civilization. just they failed to ascertain the truth of the situation, or they saw the truth of the situation and deliberately chose not to step into that. And that's like, that's I'm not being political here. Like I don't really care. It's just we're just just math here, right? Like they shut down the part of the government which is designed to deal with this. Excuse me? Yeah, that's, you can go look that up. 
there is a part of the CDC which is designed to deal with pandemics and, and to deal with this sort of shit. I don't know the exact specifics, but I know the general gist. And they closed it down and cut its funding. Oh, just a, a, while, a while ago or yeah, like recently? two years ago. Oh my God. Yeah. Dude, Bill Gates has a TED talk. I saw it. In 2013 or whatever it is, where he calls this. The guy on Joe Rogan's podcast, his book, it says to the city. He's like, it's going to come from Wuhan. It's going to be a cousin of SARS and MERS. And that's all correct. So it's not, that, it's not that the information wasn't out there if people wanted to find it. It's that people deliberately chose not to find it because not finding it was politically incorrect. And I don't mean as in you know saying the wrong word. I mean, it wasn't going to serve them politically or they had an ideology in the way. And what happens with the unknown is it's like, fuck your ideology. It doesn't matter what you believe. If you get COVID, it's not going to impact whether or not you're going to survive. Mm. Right? It's not like COVID's going to hit Republicans or Democrats more than the other one. Mm. no 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 like we drop all this mental armor that we have and it's just back down to being an animal yeah that's it yeah man wow so yeah truth 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 dude truth it's fucking truth so what to do well decide how you want this first okay so what to do first of all uh, I'm in the process of building a product that's called the, I think it's going to be called the COVID toolkit. Uh, we were going to release it as an audiobook. We may release it as an audiobook eventually, but we're just going to put it out as a series of podcasts. It's going to be free. Uh, go download that. It's not out yet. Hopefully it'll be done by this weekend. Go download that. Cause there'll be like, you know, between two and four hours or whatever it is of me talking through specifically what to do about all of this. So that the second thing that I would say, like, what to do, it's wildly different about what to do, whether you're in survival mode or you're okay right now. Like you and I are both okay. Mm. All our families are okay. All the people that we know, we're all okay. There are a bunch of people right now who are not okay, who are in survival mode, mm -hmm. right? It's so different what you need to do. If you're in, if you're okay right now, do everything that you can to help people who are not okay. That's the correct response. If you're not okay right now, if you're in survival mode, forget everything else, build the plan and work on taking the baby steps to get out of survival mode, right? Like, and that's so important and to serve yourself and take care of yourself and give to yourself in the way that you really need to be given to. Mm. And what even is the plan for someone in survival mode? What well, depends on their unique situation because survival mode can mean so many different things, right? Survival mode could be financially, survival mode means yeah. you might fucking have COVID. Yeah. Right? Survival mode might mean like it's, do you know what I mean? It's so different, mm, mm. but it's like focus on the biggest fire that's in front of you and take the baby steps to deal with that fire. And then there'll be another fire and just keep doing that and doing that and doing that. And again, it's baby steps. It's like two or three things a day to just try and move to like, to just try and pump the brakes a little bit at a time. Mm. Just take a little bit of pressure off. And you know, I understand there's huge levels of survival. There's lots of different levels of, you know, how everybody's managing and, and surviving slash thriving. Some people are thriving in this situation, right? Yeah. Um, there's also a lot of tension and angst in family households now. Yes. Like, I'm getting really tired from the light. People yeah. are, are in the house, the whole entire family, yeah. more than they've ever been before. Yeah. We'll cover this. Download the product when it comes out. Great. Because the interesting right. thing is there are some people and I'm getting a lot of emails from people whose relationship is better than it's ever been. Because mm. they can't, literally can't run away. That's it. They can't escape. 
Can't so, someone said to me the other day, it's like, yeah, you know, every everything that I used to do to escape before, I can't do anymore. Yeah. And I was like, ah. Come see MJ. So yeah. now what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Come play with our tools. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So yeah, dude. That's that's all the stuff with COVID. And then I think underneath all that, like, you know, we're just serving. Um, we're lucky enough to be in a position that I just want to be careful with here. I'm not, we, we don't have fucking $5 million in the bank. Like by the skin of our teeth, we haven't gone out of business. And with the way our business is structured, you know, the three of us who are, you know, the kind of real core team or at least the paid core team, you know, we're going to be able to have enough money for food and rent for the next probably couple of months. Um, and that might change over time. And so, you know, I think there's a way of looking at this as a business to think, well, where's the opportunity? How can I like go a hundred extra? during this time. And I think that's awesome. But for me, that's still about you. It's still about, you're still focusing on yourself because you want to like, look at this as how can I gain? Um, mm. And that just wasn't sitting with me. Was it didn't feel like, it didn't feel like that's what, you know, spirit was calling me to do. And it also just didn't feel like the right approach um, for us as a company and who we are. And so then, you know, we've basically just decided we're just going to stop trying to make money for a pretty long time. And just give with everything we have. Mm. It takes a lot to make that kind of decision. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And like, it, it wasn't ever, there wasn't ever any other decision that we would have made. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, that's just who we are. Well, I, you know, what I mean by that, I understand our culture and the company and, and the vision and, you know, who we are as people. But what I, what I mean by that question is, a lot of people at home that are like, dude, like I can, I can capitalize on this. Like yeah. my business, my business can grow from this. Yeah. Like what, how, how can I serve my community and also gain more members or whatever it is in their life? Yeah. And I guess, I guess the question that I would ask, you know, a person like that, man, if you want to grow your business, great. When your grandkid runs over and says, Hey grandma, how did you, what did you do during COVID? Right? How do you want to answer? You want to say, oh, we grew 10X? Right? That's it? That's what you want to be able to say? Maybe some people want to say that, yeah. Because maybe growing, growing 10X means like serving 10 times. Uh, does it? For some people, it does. Well, I don't know. Like, that's, well, that's... For some people, growing 10X is 10X more profit. And that's awesome, right? If that's, if that's, the, if that's the philosophy of life that you want to have, great. And it's like, well, what's the philosophy of life, which is going to buttress me against maximize joy, right? And, and presence and love and connection and, and bring everyone around me close to the light. Right? That, that's, that's how I look at life. I think that's the ultimate way. And I just, I just don't think 10Xing the business. And it's not that it's not going to do that because maybe you 10X the business and you give nine of those Xs away. Cool. But growing the business 10x for the sake of growing the business 10x, that's not enough for me. That's not enough. Mm -hmm. It's like you need a deeper understanding of what the fuck you're doing than that. I'm just growing the business because that's the right thing to do. Let me go make a bunch more money. Okay, cool. What are you going to do with the money? Yeah, well, well you know, you, it's tough because, you know, what if growing the business 10 times meant that you got to serve 10 times more powerfully? And a yeah, byproduct and of that was actually you just making more money. And, and, you you growing a business so you can serve 10 times more powerfully dude that's fucking dope mm. 
I'm like, I'm all in on that. But growing the business 10 times just so you can make 10 times more money mm. and then do nothing with the money to serve. I'm like, nah, that's not enough. Mm. Now that's okay. To, like, I'm not saying one's better than the other. It's all cool. And just in my world, it's like, no, that's not, there's more of you than that. Right? Like yeah. you have a higher calling than just what can I do for me? Right? It's mm. like you have a calling to take responsibility for what's happening in the world and do something about it. And I don't think just taking, growing the business 10X is dealing with that. Now you want to grow the business 10X to protect all of the people in your company so they all have jobs and you want to hire more people in this economy. And that's authentic. That's not, you're just saying that when really you just want to fucking make more money. Great. Do you know what I mean? Great. Like mm. you had to sit in front of your grad kids and like we kept 100,000 people with their jobs. We kept 100,000 people out of survival mode. And that's authentic. Awesome. Mm. Right. But just saying that when what you really want to do is to just make more cash. It's like, it's got to be deeper than that. So what does service now look like? What's well, different for everyone. Yeah. For like what's like, what service something. look like? What service looking like for you? Um, service right now is actually service to myself. Cool. Um, and what I mean by that is, this is probably the first time in seven years that there's been, I am forced, right? Basically the universe has done what it's done and I am forced to uh, not go to the gym. Wow. Like, and, and what I mean by not going to the gym is not serving my clients, like yeah. actually physically going and, you know, waking up at four 30 and, and spending six or seven hours at the gym each day. Like yeah. something that's happened that now it's like, Hey dude, you're not doing that. Yeah. And I am loving that. Wow. I, I am loving that. I didn't have a lot of clients, you know, especially because I'm weaning off it and more in the coaching world and, you know, this world. Um, I'm, I'm loving what it brings. And what it's bringing is this ability to look at my life in a way where I can keep serving myself first. Because I have woken up for seven fucking years at 4.30 a.m., Monday pretty much to Friday, and served somebody else. Wow. Like that was, that's the first thing I do. I don't have yes, time to like fucking meditate in the morning. It's 4.30. I'm waking yeah. up, having a shower, going to the gym. Like, and Dude. I'm feeling, and it's so interesting because my body right now is going, bro, like we're more tired than ever because yes. I'm, I'm sleeping more. Yeah. My body's slowly actually letting go and saying, oh. Well, I think we're, I think everyone's feeling that. Yeah. Because the, the drive, drive, drive has had to stop. Yeah. So there's nowhere to drive to. Yeah. So you're dealing with what's really there. And I think for most people, it's exhaustion. Yes. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really just serving myself in a time of rest. Um, and what I'm noticing is that uh, somehow I'm getting busy. Like, you know, it, it, it's just creeping up. And I'm like, oh, shit, yeah. you're telling me that like I'm basically out of a job and I'm fucking busy as shit? Yeah. How can this happen? So I'm also very careful about that. Yes. Because you know, like... I spent a lot of time on zoom today, a cool. lot of time. Cool. Uh, and yeah, just again, just making sure I'm serving myself. I'm looking at my energy. I'm looking at my time. And, and um, that's, that's kind of at seed for me. That's the start. Yeah. Yeah. And it's still about how can I give? And the, the reason you and I are both able to do that is because we're both okay. Mm. Right, I would be looking at the situation probably very differently if I was physically not okay. Oh yeah, because the 
it's like the degree to which I'd have to serve myself would just go up so much that I wouldn't have much left over to serve, to give to anyone else. Mm. And that that's okay. Like yeah. that's just what you have to do. And, and I'm really giving more than I've given in a long time. Like I, I'm, not, I'm noticing that like- Yeah, because you're putting yourself first, you ning nong. That's the whole point of our teaching. Dude. I, I tell you what, I am, it, it's, it helps. You know? Yeah. It, re, it really helps. It's when, the only way. It's the only way. It's and the only things, way. I have never been more excited to create things before. Mm, that's like, awesome. You know, things are just happening in my life. I'm, I'm, I'm working with a company at the moment and I'm coaching the staff and I'm coaching the teams and I'm noticing, I'm like, oh, I'm really excited to create. Yeah. Like I'm really excited to create something here. Like, what does this look like? And like get the fucking A3 pages and stick them on my wall. And I can feel the urge to do that. I haven't yes. felt the urge to do that in a very long time. Dude, that's so good. And I think it's because I've been fucking exhausted. Well, you've been exhausted and your energy's been elsewhere. Yeah, 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 totally. Whereas now your energy can be in you. Now, um, we've got about 10 minutes left. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to see if there's been any comments. How good. We get comments as well. Apparently. Oh, open in browser. I hope I don't break this by doing this. Don't break it. I can still mm. see it alive. We're connecting. Not nothing. Two of two channels. Well, there's two pe there's two people watching live apparently, so that's good. Who's that? Do we get to see? There's All two right. people on my Facebook. No, we don't get to see them. Oh, yeah. Sorry, man. So does that mean we can actually uh, like uh, get questions up from people? Yeah, they can chat for sure. Hectic. Yeah. P.S. If you oh, we've got three, dude. We just went up thirty three percent. Oh, amazing. That's hectic. Hey, if you are out there, please comment on this because it should pop up. Yeah, if you want a question answered, if you're thinking about something that you know we've talked about in the podcast, basically if, this period. Yeah. If you just want to say holler, holler back, girl. dude. Three whole people are watching. That's gnarly, dude. This is going to be three hundred very wow. soon. Wow, I like that you went to three hundred and not like three million. No, three hundred. We'll start small. Okay, okay. And I'm going to work for three million. Okay, yeah. well, look, three hundred next week. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Oh, we uh, just lost someone. We just went back down to two. Fuck. Oh no. Oh, it's okay. They they weren't. They smelled. Imagine if the whole podcast is like, we got someone. We lost someone. We got someone. We lost someone. Like, <laughs> yep. what are these guys doing? We got someone. We lost yeah, someone. We lost someone. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. We still imagine if the two people knew each other and they just both got off now as well. <laughs> oh. Yeah. If, if you I really... was one of those two people, I would categorically leave the podcast right now. Guys, if yep. you are the two people that are on this podcast right now and you want to yep. fuck with our mental, emotional state, <laughs> leave. You have so much power. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, Dude, uh, you know, anything else? No, man. I think, it's been, I think it's been brilliant. I think it's been a really beautiful way to just open up, um, one, this medium, and, yeah. and two, like talk about the current period that we're in right now. Yeah, man. And also, um, yeah, to just re-presence everyone to the fact that uh, you're not HD. Just as I said that, we got another person. No. Yeah, we're at three now. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like we do it again. We're like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time I pay you out, we get more listeners. We're like, great. We have the formula. Dude, yeah. I will be in HD. Hopefully, I don't know how long this webcam will take, but I'm. I want to be in HD, and I'm. I'm. I'm committed. 
to being, <laughs> I, I'm committed to being in widescreen and as right. widescreen. Oh, we got five! <gasps> wow! Look at this. You talk about commitment and everything changes, dude. That's fucking gnarly. Wow. I like how when you said you're going HD, we got yeah. extra listeners. See, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We grew by 55% when you said HD. Everyone and they're all in the water, like, he's oh, going HD. Oh. Yeah. oh, dude, I love it. I love it. Um, dude, just, just to wrap up, uh, what can people look forward to? Uh, download the new podcast when it comes out. Um, the COVID, I think, I think we'll just call it the COVID toolkit. It's going to have everything that you need to do with the anxiety, what's happening in your relationship, what's happening with yourself, all the kind of base plates that you need to think about. Um, second thing is I'm live coaching at 7 PM every Monday night. Um, it'll just be like this instead of you though, there'll be someone else. Uh, you are more than welcome to come to that completely for free. You don't need to pay me anything. We actually don't even have anything to sell right now. Um, and all you need to do to be able to access that again, I'll be live streaming it, but you just need to go onto my website, click the email me button. Um, and you get sent out the link on Monday. We just lost, we just back down to two. I like that our two is staying strong. Though. Yeah, we've got two. Um, and then, uh, wow, it really impacted me that we just went from five to two. Wow. We should just, we should just get triggered by our audiences and then just use that to do the work. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, uh, we could actually do that. We start at zero and it's like, cool, man, what's coming up for you, man? It's, oh, yeah. Yeah. it's, it's like coming a- up for you. Oh, we got three. Yes, <laughs> I'm elated. What's coming up for you now, man? I'm too validated by whether or not people listen to our podcast. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Yeah, it's great. Um, so, so yeah. Uh, just a question on the Monday night thing at, at 7.30 yeah. or 7 p.m.? 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Yeah. Uh, can Does that mean one person is only on the coaching call no so one person will be on video per time and i'll work with them and then when they're done i'll get someone else to be the video okay and they've sent it yeah it does and they've sent an email to you saying hey i'd love to be coached no not at all it's just um i send out an email with the link and then i start the webinar and whoever shows up first i'll i'll take them from just watching to being on video they're like hey man what's going on and then i'll coach them and then when they're done i'll put kick them out and or send them back to just watching and then I'll bring someone else up. Great. And it's all going to be stream live. All going to be stream live. Technology, in, man. In HD. In full HD. Yeah, yeah. No, no SD shit when my live coaching. All right, Dude, bro. That was hectic. What about how I wore my glasses for like, that's going to be Dude, on a shirt when I'm probably a month. Yeah. My favorite thing is, is like we committed to wearing the glasses. You committed to wearing the glasses. And as soon yeah. as you started talking about something serious, like I can't take myself. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'm not a fucking rock star. I'm like, yeah, that was yeah. the best. Because you actually just look like a rock star. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm not Jay-Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You can't talk about like the tools and be so whack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't be deep and be wearing glasses at night inside. Yeah. Uh, awesome, bro. All right, man. Love you heaps. Um, anything else from you? Dude, it's been it's been fun. I really like I, I like it like this. It's great. I, I like not being in the same room as you. <gasps> We're at six. Wow. We're wow. about to end, guys. What are you doing? You just missed the whole fucking thing. Yeah, fucking sort your life out. But also I love that they're just at least two people have just stayed this whole time while we're just paying each other out. P.S. Maybe we should just maybe you can answer and you can ask questions. Maybe we should just not talk about life anymore and just joke. Oh, back down to three. Fuck. Oh, I was doing the thing. Maybe they. <laughs> yeah. No more dancing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool, bro. All right, man. Love you heaps. Um, adios, everyone.
I will speak to you all soon. Peace out. <laughs>